Are you hoping everything will just go back to normal? Christine Gold is on the show today to ask you a simple question. Why would you want to go back to normal when everything we've known up until now is false, is an illusion, and we're actually here to wake each other up? Christine Gold is a spiritual medium, intuitive energy coach, an old soul healer, and a soul purpose mentor. She's here to guide you in some different perspectives and to help you understand why now might be the most exciting time in all of your lives. Join us for more. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Soul Nectar Show, that show that just talks about all things essence. And we gather around the campfire and we share our stories of connection to that which is bigger than us, to the big mystery, the great beyond, and the awakening of that divine presence within ourselves, the embodiment the realization, the waking up, so to speak, and how that shows up for us individually can really help each of us on our journeys to understand what's actually going on. Because as more of us join this field of what we're calling awokeness, as more of us join this field, we we're experimenting, we're dancing in it. We're, you know, it can feel like maybe a big ocean spread out before us you know, I've often given this metaphor of uh, of swimming in Maui and and snorkeling and in the reefs and all the little fishes in the reefs and snorkeling around in there. And then all of a sudden, at some point, I get a little too far and there's like the deep ocean opens up in front of me and there's this sense of awe, like, oh my gosh, what big things are in there. And I feel like it's kind of like that, you know, as we awaken. And so I want to invite everybody to uh, to take a deep breath and settle in. I'm your host, Carrie Hummingbird, and I love having these conversations. So I invite you to it. I invite you to join us around the campfire and to bring your whole self and to bring your presence and your awareness. Don't multitask. Don't try to like listen to this conversation and do five other things. I know it's tempting. At the very least, if you need to do something else, maybe just take a walk and listen. But you know, try not to do too many things at once when you're receiving these frequencies that happen on these broadcasts. Try to settle in and let it have you. Let it awaken you. Let it permeate. I just welcome you to it. I welcome you to every single one of these broadcasts has a new message that's a healing, actually. It's like an ascension. It's an activation. And if you allow yourself, you can actually receive it even though it seems like we're just talking and words are just happening. That's that's so much more is happening than that. Trust me, so much more is happening. So I welcome you to it. Today, I have a beautiful sister with me on the show, Christine Gold. Welcome, Christine. Hello. Thank you, Carrie. So glad you're here. Christine is a spiritual medium, an intuitive energy coach, an old soul healer, and soul purpose mentor. She guides empaths to unleash their gifts and magic as lightworkers and to discover that depression and anxiety are just masks that you can work through to discover you've always been intuitive. You always have had gifts. You're also psychic. You're also an empath, a healer and more. And your sole purpose is right here. And so if you're burned out from trying to live the way everybody told you you were supposed to live, then you might need to take a jump into this new territory. 
definitely Christine's been there. She understands the road. We're going to hear more about her journey, about how she came to be a medium, a healer, and a chaplain. So we welcome you to this show today. Thank you so much, Christine. I'm excited to hear about your journey and your awakening to Christ consciousness and to all of your gifts of astral travel and telepathy and everything, all the good stuff, all the yummy. So tell us, how did it begin for you? And then let's go where our guides want to take us. I'd like to say it began four years ago, but honestly, that was written in the stars, as they say, soul contract. We all have a purpose and why we come into the earth plane, as they say. As a child, I definitely, you know, get remembrances of adults, you know, I'm asking questions and they would tell me something and I'm like, no, they're not telling me the truth. So right away, I knew something was off. (laughs) I'm like, okay, they're telling me this, but no, that's not what I feel. Their body language, like I read them, like I was a lie, walking lie detector, basically. And that would get me in a lot of trouble because, you know, when you call someone out, they don't like that, especially if you're a child, you're supposed to be quiet and in the corner and over there and play small and, you know, all that other low worth type of labeling that um, adults, uh, the school system, friends, relationships, jobs, you know, it basically, it was a very heavy And it manifested in anxiety, depression, two attempts to die by suicide. I'm very open about that because suicide, I don't even know what the stats are now for 2021, but I'm sure they're off the charts along with addictions. And, you know, people, they're suffering. We're suffering. We're lost. We're in fear more than anything. And we're really looking for our tribe, our community our sense of purpose, our sense of connection. So I was also, I guess, on the hamster wheel in the, in the corporate world in sales for 20 years. And I had depression, anxiety, and finally I just crashed through a series of events, illness. I saw a video on YouTube of all places, and it was the first time someone had said to me, your depression and anxiety are gifts. I'm like, pardon? What? <laughs> What? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Who is you insane this? person? Yes. <laughs> insane, but intrigued. I had the curiosity. I think that's important. I was ready. I, somebody actually said, you know, it's, it's like hearing the voice of God in a way. That's how I heard it. So this was message was for me. She is a international medium, Carmel Joy Baird. And I trained, I actually had to record a video because she's like, and I'm going to show you how to become a medium and how to heal your anxiety and your depression, because those are the masks. It's you're not living your life intuitively how you're supposed to be living. And I'm like, no one has ever said that to me. I've been through so many years of counseling, medication, you name it. I tried it, you know, alcohol, food, sex, all of it. I tried it all. I just never hit the heavy drugs, right? The heavy stuff. Thank goodness for that. Because I know Colette uh, Baron-Reed had big addictions and she went through a lot of sobriety, but that's another story. So I recorded a video. I got out of my comfort zone. I told them why I want to win this scholarship and I won. So it was six months of intense training, homework. I did about, I'd say, 50 free readings before I decided to start charging. And that's important too. Many times because we're in the spiritual world, we think, oh, we shouldn't charge. And if you do, then there's something wrong with you. And 
you're just trying to take my money. No, 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 no. <laughs> it all has to do with worth. And, you know, your work that you do, whether you're a tarot reader or you're a Reiki master, you know, you're, you're providing a service. That's how I see it. So we're, we're here to serve others. And I am now, well, they call it a certified medium. I don't like titles. I don't like any of that because the, my ego, you know, likes to get in there. So I make sure I'm, I discern. Yes. You know, I'm very humble about that. So, but what I do is I help people connect with the other side. I help people develop their psychic, their intuitive gifts, whether it's, you know, your clairaudience, claircognizance, clairsentience, clairaliance, you know, all the clairs, because some of us could have all seven, you know, little bits here and there, but some of us have, will develop them stronger. Meaning for me, I have clairvoyance that's very strong. I see things, but I also hear and I also feel. So those are my three. I call them the Trinity, like a triangle. <laughs> yeah. I, I love sacred geometry too. So I'm always bringing that in because it, those are activations through our ancestry and our past lives. And, and it's really important to recognize, like if you feel you have a really big tie to Egypt, which I do, always been drawn to it. There's a reason that means you probably have had a past life there. Or if you feel very drawn to um, Mother Earth, which I am as well. So, you know what? As far as I see it, we have a drop in pr pretty much every type of lineage. That's my perspective. So, I almost feel like I've gone through like a winding road of who I am and then I went off somewhere. So, I guess I'll bring it back. <laughs> yeah. No, I think a little drop of everything I think is beautiful. I agree with that. And I also do agree that in this lifetime, perhaps we chose to awoken certain aspects to more fully experience that. You know, I definitely feel very pulled to indigenous tradition and shamanic cultures and definitely from Peru this time around, mm. Peru and Mexico. And it's like really precious and potent and alive within me. And it started when I was little, right? I, I would want to go to those uh, powwows, like Native American powwows. And my my mom was like, why do you want to go to that? And I'm like, she's like, we don't, you know, I said, but we have Cherokee ancestry, which we do. We can't prove it, but we do have it. And I was like, well, I just know, I just need to go. <laughs> I just want to be there, you know? And part of me felt awkward, you know, but the other part of me is like, no, I need to be right here. So we do know these things, right? Like you were saying about your Egypt connection and how that's alive within you. Mm -hmm. There's something you're bringing forth from that lifetime into this time from now that's needed. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, dreams, I ask all of my clients to track their dreams and many, I, I usually nine out of 10 will say, I don't remember them. You know what? Not a big deal. <laughs> it's a practice, just like meditation is a practice. Breath work is a practice. Yoga is a practice. You have to practice, rinse, repeat, practice, rinse, repeat. That's, I start them with a prayer. I say, you know, you, you say this every night and ask for assistance, because if you don't ask, they're not going to show up. But as soon as you ask, the universe is like, hmm, okay, here we go. Are you ready? And you might get a word one night, maybe a couple sentences, see a few visions, things. Just wait for it. It'll turn into pages. Yeah. It's that constant practice. It's the dedication to it. It's the every single day. I often, um, my entry point isn't dreams necessarily. It's an opening sacred space. So I invite mm -hmm. people to open sacred space and I said, just do it every day. Like here's a basic script. 
and modify it, you know, make it your own, make it a conversation with the West, the South, the West, the North and the East, the earth, you know, just make a conversation like a friend and just do it for a while, you know, just do it every day. And then if you skip a day, notice what's different. Right. Mm. And people often say like, I feel so weird doing it. Like, I feel like silly or kind of awkward. And I'm like, great, that's fine. Right. Cause it's that silly awkwardness. Like we're waking back up part of our true self. And that awkwardness is the mask you were talking about. Absolutely. I don't know about you, but when I first started learning how to ride a bike, did it feel comfortable? No, it felt (laughs) awkward. I would fall off that thing. I needed training wheels. Exactly. So that, I think that's a good analogy. We, we've got to really get over ourselves. I say that quite a bit. I even say that to myself, get over yourself. Like, who do you think you are? You know, you're (laughs) in a way you just got to try you just got to play. You got to have more fun. I mean, we were talking about, I, I pulled a card before we started and it was about the muse. Where's the inner muse? Where's the inner child? Where's the magic? Where's the fun? You know, when I see a bird now, I'm like, I have a conversation with the bird or I see a tree or but whatever it is, I'm playing with all the different aspects of our world, our universe. You know, I think awakening, you know, we talk about it. What is awakening? For me, the more that I feel I'm awakening or I perceive I'm awakening, the less serious I am. (laughs) Like, I feel like seriousness is part of the whole mask. It is. Yeah, we've been trained. We've been molded. We've been scripted. We have to unscript and unwind ourselves. And I think, I think of Kundalini in a way. I think of the chakras. I think of all of that. When you really know the inner innateness of your beingness, of who you are, your energy, everything, and make those connections. I call it the, you know, lighting of the inner Christmas tree or Christmas tree. All the lights are (laughs) come on board, activation, ready for takeoff. You got your wings. They've already been assigned to you. And then, so what are we here for? I mean, what's your sense of Mm. the big reason? To help each other wake each other up, to hold space. Last year, I did a 5D love summit. But now I know I'm doing a new one. It, it From where we're recording, it's already happened, but it'll happen again in November. Christ consciousness. And I know that might trigger a lot of folks because they have issues with religion or trauma or PTSD or a past life. They were a nun, a priest, a healer, whatever it was. And they have these vows that they made that they have not healed So I really feel that's what we're going to, Um, you know, I'm just uh, going off notes here, but it's really, we're, we're clearing all timelines. We're clearing all past wounds, ancestral, all of it, because everything we have come to known to this point is false, is an illusion. We're meant to be happy and free and working in community together. That's how I see it but we're dismantling all of the BS, basically, all the structures. Ego, you know, the unholy trinity is politics, religion, and science. That's how I see it. So you got to find, you got to have a connection. And if you're like, well, I don't really know about God or Christ. Okay, fine. Buddha, Source, Harry Krishna, Mickey Mouse, pick something. You got to find something. You got to believe in something. That's all I'm saying. My mom is was studying world religions. And one of the religions they brought up was the uh, flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this. 
<laughs> it's like the whole premise of it is that we're creators. Yes. And so whatever we believe is the thing is actually the thing. And so it could be a flying spaghetti monster. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything doesn't have to be Jesus or Buddha or anything. No. Just be flying spaghetti monster. Like that's right. And so if you fully believe in flying spaghetti monster, then that's what's real, you know? And so it's kind of, you know, tongue in cheek in a way, but it, it does hint at like at the deeper truth, which is that we are here creating our reality and we're co-creating it. And some of us are dreamers of the new reality. And some of us are really clinging to the old one. Mm -hmm. But the old one's dying whether you want it to or not. So like we're not going back to normal. I hope everybody by now realizes this. I know that some people, you know, might still think, oh, there we can go. No, like we collectively decided we're not going back to normal. So this is not a old normal. This will be something completely unknown and new, right? And so really, I feel like what we're on the verge of is this new territory of being aware that we've been creating this whole thing this whole time. And that if we can allow ourselves to be comfortable with the unknown, we can create something we didn't even imagine before. Yeah, yeah. New world, new earth, the age of Aquarius. I haven't heard much about that. Where'd that go? Like, are we really encapsulating that energy, that golden, you know, this is our golden time. I think of Egypt and pyramids and, and it's just so interesting that, you know, precious metals are, you know, everybody wants a piece of that, um, let alone cryptocurrency, but um, that's a whole nother conversation. I, I have my arms and, and fingers in a lot of things. So, yeah. And really, when you said, what are we really here for? How could I forget the three things, unconditional love, healing and forgiveness. That's it. If we could just love each other, one love, as they say, then <laughs> we wouldn't worry about going back to normal because we'd look and go, what the heck? That was false. I was fed a lie. And I'm fixing it in this lifetime. Yeah. Like they talk about, you know, healing ancestral wounds and all of that. And the generational stuff, it stops with my generation. So really, you, you've got a huge responsibility. But you got to do your own healing first. You got to really look at your stuff and like, are you codependent? That it's interesting. I, codependency is our number one addiction. I truly believe that. And if you want to go through a 12 step, go for it. You don't have to be an alcoholic or a drug addict. If you have some type of dependency, codependency, you can 12 step it. I've seen so many people go through it. And I also follow A Course in Miracles, which is something I do every day. And again, you don't have to be have a religion or you just read the book. It's very inspiring because the lady that wrote it was an atheist and it came through channeled. It came through channeled. She wrote 1,200 pages. So you're going to tell me that she made this up? Uh, I don't think so. That's a lot of dedication to make something up, just to put a book out. Because to put a book out... Or to put anything out, any type of art, this is coming from your heart, this is coming from your soul, this is your soul's purpose, this is, you know, something that you were called to do. So it's your responsibility to do it, whatever it is. You want to be the best mom in the world, you want to be the best teacher, you want to be the best delivery guy, gal, go for it. That's where your purpose lives in your passion. When you're doing something and eight hours goes by and you're like, oh, I'm, you know, I created all this stuff and, and, you know, it's already, it's time to go home or time to turn the computer off or whatever it is, right? That's the feeling, not the, 
oh, I have to work here. I'm stuck in this job. And, you know, I just, I absolutely hate it. And it's like, okay, well, if you're in that place, then you need to find out what you really love to do and start working on that part-time and then make the switch. I mean, I hear it all the time. Oh, how could you have just left a job? You had benefits and all this stuff. You must be crazy. And I was like, you know what? It was crazy to spend 20 years of my life investing in companies that did not invest in me, could care less if I was here or not, and go and help other people. And, you know, it's also becoming aware. I I know another big paradigm we're clearing right now is the uh, complaining mind. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm even doing my purpose, right? I love my purpose. I love doing this. It's my passion. And then lately, as I was telling you before the call, like my complaining mind is like, oh, now it's grasping at, oh, you have to produce all these interviews. Oh, so every conversation I have, I know I have to produce the interview. Well, that's part of what I'm here to do, right? Like, so, but my complaining mind is like, oh, it's going to, it's trying to make that work now. So mm. even when you get to do the thing that you love to do at some point beyond all of the, of the doings is like the state of being. And there's like this, you have to face this Goliath within you, you know, that wants to take you down which is the complaining mind. Like it really wants to drag you down into this place of seriousness and like, oh, and heaviness and all of this when that's not the truth either. It's not the truth. The truth is that it's a miracle that we're here. Us having this conversation is a flat out miracle. Yeah. Even being here. Yeah. Every day is a gift and a miracle. You wake up. If you have breath, you have life. And if you have life, you have purpose. So what is your purpose? And if you don't know what it is, I always say, go back to the child. What did you want to do when you were, what did you love doing as a kid? What, what was it art or playing or were you directing people or were you facilitating or were you just wandering out in the forest? You know, really go retrace your steps and then look at your hobbies too. Do you have hobbies? I mean, that's, that's important too. What makes your heart sing and how can you make others sing through what you love to do and therefore then also make money doing it, like make a living out of it and help others do the same thing. You have no idea. That's why I say get over yourself because the ego likes you to play small, stay safe, stay comfortable. Oh, let's not do that today. But maybe it might be just you might need a, a breath, a break to disconnect, unplug, which I'm doing more and more you know, turning devices off and actually, you know, having sacred time so that you can even 10 minutes of nothing quiet. And I know it's probably hard for a lot of people (laughs) to to imagine 10 minutes of being quiet, awkward silence. I know, (laughs) but it's necessary. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've been doing this path for, you know, a hot minute, not too long. I think I woke up about like a 2011. So we're 10 years now. And I'm at the place where stillness is my next thing, you know, like it really is calling me. It's calling me to say, you know, you could probably get some help doing the production so you could just be still. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not arguing with my mind as much. My mind would really tell me the way to be a good person is to be productive and busy doing something and, you know, really like overtly busy to do something to help other people. Now I'm realizing that There's other ways to be in service that are energetic actually, and they're way more powerful. So like me writing an email or a post to help 
inspire people towards something. That's beautiful. And also me tapping into my DNA, which is connected to all that is on this planet and cultivating a frequency of love within myself and presence that is healing is actually going to ripple out and touch everything I'm connected to. So that's a greater gift. Now that gift doesn't necessarily have a a sign attached to it. Like, look what I just did to help you, right? It's <laughs> that's it's, the ego, right? And the ego wants attention. It wants, see, I wrote, I inspired you. See, I, I did this interview today. I inspired you. See, mm-hmm. I wrote this email and you, you, and you told me you liked it and you clicked like, but like sitting quietly and being with myself and expanding my energetic field and sending love to all the people that I, you know, that are connected to me is actually more powerful especially when I don't call out that I did it. Yeah, that's important. (laughs) Yeah, it's the (laughs) gift that I just gave without needing attention for it. Because the attention is a reciprocity. So, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like the likes and the share and all that. But please do like like and share this podcast because this message needs to get out there. But anyway, back to this conversation. No, these are the important conversations, not the ones that are um, all shiny and... Well, you keep hearing the word false guru and we're seeing them fall, right? Um, or that I'm only here for two weeks by now, you know, whatever it happens to be. That kind of stuff doesn't, I think people see it a lot quicker now. So it, we need to be, we need to be as authentic as we can. And knowing that what we're doing is very sacred. And yeah, and if you're sitting and you're sending love to the world, that's beautiful. And if we all did that, could you imagine what would happen? Well, first of all, our, our DNA would, would ascend much more quickly mm-hmm. if we all decided to get still more often and be in a space and an energetic of love. And if we chose to maybe, you know, a lot of people still sort through challenges, perceived challenges in life through words. I've been a fan of that. You know, it's definitely been my modality. And I'm seeing more and more, though, that the wisdom in many indigenous cultures of just going to nature, like just shut up, you know, <laughs> just <laughs> nature is nurture with love, yeah. you know, with total love, just shut up and go outside and be quiet and sit by a tree and let that whole delusion slip away. Because if it's still there after a couple hours in nature, fine, then, you know, maybe there's something to do with it. You know, but most of the time, if it's not really real, that stuff will just totally fall away. Yeah, the trees will take it. The the grid will take it. It'll just, I get outside every day, every day. I mean, that is your immunity booster, your mood shifter, your alchemizer. Truly, it shifts everything. If you're feeling crappy, I mean, you're going to tell me there isn't one thing outside that wouldn't inspire you. I mean, I just look out my window. There's birds, there's flowers, there's trees, there's children. Perfect. We really got to get out of our heads because it's the mind that, you know, I say that, you know, you, the mind, you are the magician, you have the wand, so you can transform anything. Yeah. And the magician within you, in my body, it doesn't live in my mind. The skeptic lives in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the magician lives in my heart. And that's why a lot of times when I do these broadcasts and I'm definitely feeling it right now is that my higher support comes right through me because mm-hmm. it's, I never know what I'm going to say next. My brain turns off 
And then that stuff starts flying out of my mouth that I'm totally surprised by. That's really uplifting. <laughs> it's like, it's like getting to the place where, and I believe this is possible for everybody. I believe everybody can do this because I believe we're designed to do this. I actually think it's not, nor I don't know, it's, it's, it's an evolution of this being that has been created by the divine so that the divine can have an experience of form. And this being is, was very clever, you know, so great. Now it needs to surrender itself. Now, we, we ego, pss, ego, we don't need you anymore. We don't, I mean, it's, it's nice to have all this protection and, and armor and all that. We, we don't need to live that way anymore. Like one of my mentors says, you're fired. I mean, you're still part of, it's still needed, but that's not where I'm operating from anymore. It's kind of like, just go take a vacation. Yeah. Like you've done such a beautiful job. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you for protecting our precious soul energy as we got used to being in form in this way, in this human experience on earth. Thank you so much for being our background operating system so that we wouldn't forget to breathe and things like that. And, you know, by the way, keep that up, you know, like we like that. <laughs> like I don't have to think about breathing. So thank you. And thank you for helping me, you know, to get to the grocery store automatically and not have to think about that. So I can be, you know, considering other things inside of myself. Thank you. Beyond that, you know, the limitation I want to create, like I'm Mm -hmm. ready to create. And so I'm ready to expand past the limitations of what the ego mind has decided is possible. Yeah, I definitely hear that. I I think of Gollum and um, Lord of the Rings, you know. (laughs) <laughs> my precious no <laughs> <laughs> holding on to the ring nobody yeah. else can have it guarding it jealously <laughs> exactly and i i actually just spoke about the hero archetype so i want people to think about that that we're our own heroes too i mean we're all here to do something and what's your mission what's your purpose here we go again i think of star wars you know i think of king arthur Like, think of those stories, Marvel Comics, they put out a lot of, you know, Superwoman and Wonder Woman and Superman and all of that. I mean, we all saw something in in those stories that made us go, wow, I feel so inspired. I'm going to go do this. Well, guess what? That divine download, go do it. Yeah, don't delay. Mm -hmm. And it's actually taking the faith and to follow those steps that is going to support us in the next step, you know, until we take the one step, the next step doesn't show up. So we have to take the first step because in taking the first step, there's actually some bit of something that we get energetically or activation wise or something that then opens up and blossoms the next piece in our awareness. So Mm -hmm. if you just kind of sit and chew on that first piece, but don't actually digest it, then you're pretty much just at the first step and you don't get beyond it. You have to be courageous. You've got to follow the voice. You've got to follow the hints and try it out. And usually it'll make you feel awkward and strange. Mm -hmm. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's because it's new. Yeah. But it's also exciting and you got to trust it. You got to trust. And I always say when I, when I'm nervous, I focus on service, meaning I get myself out of the way and say, here I am, God, source, flying spaghetti monster. I'm here. Show me the way. I am a mere vessel. That's it. Fill me up. I'm filled. Now I'm going to go and leave my light traces for the rest of, you know, to be inspired by. 
That's it. And we're, you know, we're each a unique design too. So I also don't, I like pointing out that we're, we have unique thumbprints, right? And mm-hmm. so to me, that means that each life is a unique, never before, never will be again experience. And it has hidden gifts inside of it. Yeah. And it deserves to be explored. I mean, all of creation decided you were a good idea. <laughs> like, don't argue yeah. with it. <laughs> you know? like, True enough. True enough. And don't believe what others have told you. That's their stuff. Placing stuff on you. Time to move the stuff. Declutter. Create your own inner sanctuary of yeah. sacredness. And really just be the example. I mean, your light's going to shine no matter what. Yeah, it's powerful. Those people that put in your path are there for a reason too, is to help you step in and unlock the things. So we're all just bumping up against each other at perfect moments Mm -hmm. to support the unfolding of the consciousness. So as we were talking about before the show, I just want to throw one more little thing in here about waking up. And let's just say that waking up doesn't usually involve insulting other people for their level of consciousness, right? This whole conversation I heard 2020 about sheeple, I want to just call that out because we're on another up level. Like, so this whole year we've been experiencing the next upgrade. Those of us who said yes. And those of us who didn't say yes, or it's still being offered in a more stronger way now. Because <laughs> you know? it's pretty much just happening. But like, let's not name call. You know, let's get beyond that. Let's really raise our consciousness to be in witness that nobody's ahead. There isn't such a concept. Like, you know, there's not like a ladder. There's no like perfection ladder and you're like on the 99th rung and they're like on rung 20. And so you can talk down and condescend to them. Let's really just, but like, that's another one of these models that we're, I'm ready to be done with. We just like realize that everyone's on a really precious sacred journey of discovery about themselves. And we, yes, we're all being encouraged and ushered into a new way of perceiving life on earth and a new experience. And everyone gets to enter the swimming pool when they're ready. Like we're mm-hmm. not going to shove people in, you know, like they're on the high dive board and we're like, you're taking too long. Let me push you in. No. Yeah, no. And that, you know, doing that name calling, you know, when one finger points at you, point three back at yourself. Do not judge. Do not cause separation by, you know, name calling or really um, when you're doing that, it's fear and it's false. And you're also segregating yourself. And really that is kind of part of what they want is to have that infighting, even amongst, you know, the the woke people and the not woke and the sheep and this and that. And that, you know, and I'll even go into, you know, with race and religion and all of it, they're trying to split the narrative. Can you not see it for what it is and call it out and say, not today, get behind me. Not today, Satan, as I would, I say quite a bit. I say, get behind me. I see you, I see it, and I'm not falling for it. So what are you easily duped, I guess, or you just, you need to discern. Discernment is key. And so is responsibility. And if somebody is triggering you, you need to look and see, well, is this, why, why am I feeling this? What's going on here? Is it them or is it me or is it a little bit of both? And really sit with it. Maybe there needs to be some more healing done. We need to be loving each other and being the bridge. Who are you being the bridge for? Are you curious enough to have a conversation with someone you would never talk to? 
well, this is your opportunity. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to run away and then label and name call? Or are you going to just say, hey, you know, like maybe a neighbor. I've seen you a couple times. You know, my name's Christine. How are you doing? You know, like that's as easy as it starts. Or I see you with your little kids or maybe they have a dog and you can start a conversation. It's not that hard. And you'll find out, wow, they're just like me in a way. They might not look like me. They might do things differently, but I could learn something. Oh, geez, I could learn something. You're, you're saying, I don't know everything. Whoa, mind blown. No, I'm a student of the universe. Yes. And here's another encouragement of that is that on my healing journey, I definitely was saying some things when I published the second wave book and it's a great book and it's very helpful and it can cause one of those divisions, right? It can cause this like, oh, we're on part of the second wave and these are all like people on earth that I'm coming here to help because I'm like mighty mouse or something. It can cause that feeling in people. And I like, well, I would just want to say, I know that one. And I had that feeling too. And I would say things about my mom, like, well, she's just a younger soul. So, you know, like that's why she's acting this way. And then along the way I was in this meditation and white Eagle came in and told me, you know, what's interesting about young souls is sometimes they're actually old souls pretending to be young souls. (laughs) That was like, Oh, okay. So it really taught me something. And the funny thing is on the other side of releasing those ideas and stories in my mind, which were really just protections to make me feel like more better than anybody, like more better than her, more righteous, more, you know, in the know, more ascended. So I could feel good about myself as I released those. And I just got back to humbleness. Like, I don't know nothing. Actually, everything opened up. I wanted, and I can see the beauty and the majesty in my mother's wisdom. That's a gift I wanted to claim. So it doesn't diminish my gift or my wisdom at all. It compounds it. It's a ma- it's a force magnitude. And I think we all can experience a bit of that if you're willing. You know, it's the willingness to not be right, which is egoic, actually. <laughs> the ego. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. And that's what keeps you uh, stuck and uh, in the dark and negative and that you know what they say like your your vibes are you know you're just kind of hovering maybe not even barely but then you also don't want to be in the ethers where you're flying around and you're like oh my car will fill itself up no that you actually have to do that so you have to merge the two because i know when i first started i was like i just went boom i was flying high for it took a while to figure that out but yeah is what it is. And now I know you have to merge heaven above and the earth below, encompassing everything in the heart, the heart center, the the soul. This is where everything sits is the heart. The heart knows. Yep. And the heart is, the heart doesn't really care about status. No. Love. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's the whole experience. And the heart can grow so much bigger by being in curiosity Mm. about other people and about yourself. Like a little child. We're back to this. That's the innocence. Yeah. Back to the awe factor. I I still like, I'm sure I embarrass my, my family sometimes. I'm, oh, look at that. Oh, there's a butterfly. Oh, look at these lizards. They're, (laughs) I'm sure people, when I'm on for a walk, they're just like, wow, look at this lady. And I'm like, I don't care. It's just, it's almost like time slows like completely. And it's just me and the animal or the tree or whatever it is. And that's how it should be. I truly believe it. It's not, 
oh, we need to do this and we need to get to the next thing. And we overscheduled ourselves and our lives and we have to be so busy and we've got this cape on and we think we're, I always say, are you a people pleaser or a God pleaser? Well, I'm a God pleaser. I used to be a people pleaser. No more, because that was destruction for me. That did not serve anybody. Except, well, it served the people, but for myself, I was completely drained, depleted, and attracting narcissistic type relationships and people's and situations. So, yeah, I really seen that in 2019. Like, I could feel something was coming. I could feel it I, through my clients and just the energy. It just felt very chaotic and crazy. And everyone's like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing a million things, but I'm so burned out and I, I don't know why. And, or I've crashed and burned. Like it just, I'm like, okay, something's coming. We, because we collectively could not handle anything we had put out anymore. And we needed like uh, just a foundation clearing, like a total, okay, stop. And we did. Yep. And reground and regroup. And, and so the invitation is maybe be open, go in nature, let go of all the stories and then see what, see what arises in the stillness. <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually out in Avatar Grove on Vancouver Island and Ferry Creek. And they're trying, there's some protected areas of ancient forests and trees. And I felt called to go there two weeks ago. And when I walked in the majesticness of Avatar funny it's called avatar grove anyways i cried <laughs> i just i i lost it because i felt i felt the trees i felt the pain i felt everything and i i made a video and i said i felt i had to be here because i feel like this might be the last time i'm going to witness this so i feel we really need like when we cut a tree down we cut ourselves down when we pollute the ocean we pollute ourselves and the reason we're here is because we're so disconnected from it. Now we're seeing it and we're like, oh, oh crap. <laughs> what, so I guess I'm asking, what are we going to do about it? I know what I'm doing, but I just wanted to share that message. Yeah, that's an important message. It's a time of reckoning. That's what the reckoning is, is we're, we're seeing the fallout of all of our choices for thousands of years up until now. And the choices of our ancestors and us in past lives and us as past ancestors. And we are responsible for this. We created it. And so now we can be responsible for uncreating it and allowing something new to be birthed that's more honoring of all of life on earth, including ourselves. That's our opportunity. Yeah, definitely. So I feel called to share that as much as possible. So. And I encourage everyone to put that in your pipe and smoke it over the next week, you know, see what comes up, go to nature, blow your tobacco, really like dive into yourself for an answer to that. Because you are me and I am you and we are all together. You are another me and we're all connected. Mm -hmm. So as we each do this inquiry, we're each doing the work of healing this mess and making something more beautiful out of it. And I had this moment of judgment about it that last week I was like feeling a lot of judgment for racism, for example, mm. and feeling really angry. Like what's wrong with people? <laughs> like, why do we keep doing this? And I feel disappointed in my ancestry and all of these things were coming up for me. And I said, you know, there's, I was doing a deep journey, medicine journey 
And Mother Earth came in and I was like, Mother Earth is so stinky here. Like all of this stuff is so stinky. It's just big cloud of stink, you know, like this humanity. Like I felt like the agent on the matrix with uh, Morpheus. And he's like, the stink, you know, like, and she looked at, she just like was in a form, a human form. And she looked at me and she said, this is beautiful. It's mulch. It's really rich mulch. Mm. It's not, I know it's stinky, but it's really, really rich mulch. And it's great for what we're planting. And I was like, oh, so the mulch is all the lessons that are being learned from the reckoning. Mm. Okay, well, it's really uncomfortable to be in the middle of it. And I can see that that mulch is necessary to grow what's next. Yeah, well, it's, thank it's you, huge. It's, yeah, thank you. That That's an amazing message and <laughs> yeah. very timely. I mean, I was just talking about soil remediation. I mean, if you, you know, remediate the soil, nature will take care of itself. Just like you said, the stink, the mulch. And I've always said this too, nature and animals, if us humans disappeared, they throw a party. They don't need us. They absolutely don't need us. We need them. That's what we need to realize. We need them, not the other way around. And you need to work with nature together. Not, oh, I need this tree so I can get this out of it. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. We yeah, there's souls inside that. trees too. And that's what people don't realize. Oh my goodness. There's souls inside everything. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, all these souls have really been patient with us. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's time to learn now. So we're moving into the 5D. So let's, you know, let's all take our lessons, do our life review and move forward. Yes. Thank you, Christine, for bringing yourself to this conversation. I know it's a heavy one. There's just so much on the planet right now. And we're learning a lot of lessons and a lot of mistakes, seeing the mistakes we made. That's always hard. Yes. It's that, you know, conscious incompetence part of the journey where you're incompetent and you know it. <laughs> uh, well, yes. And I would also say, be kind to yourself, though. Yeah. If, if you screw up, you're like, I'm human. I fail forward. What, what more do you want? And I'm going to remember and try not to do it again. And if I do, then that's a pattern. But I also need to be kind and say, oops. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to try this again. And love compassion yourself. and laughter yeah <laughs> gosh there's no test it's good mulch <laughs> it is <laughs> awesome so beautiful beautiful interview thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today is there a place that you like people to get started i know you have a podcast is there a place that you like people to get started in knowing more about you and getting to know what you do for in oh, your yeah. service purpose? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on memberships and, and courses. I have mentorships, but um, christine.gold. That's the quickest place. Or go to Facebook, 24K Healing, 24 Carat Healing. Uh, there's a beautiful space there. And on Instagram, YouTube, of course, I'm there as well. And my podcast is The Power of Healing Your Energy. Awesome. Thank you so much. I took those notes. And so I'll be adding that into the show notes. And uh, thanks so much for coming on and having this conversation and sharing this wisdom and advice uh, for everybody and coming through your vessel and through mine. And I'm so grateful for everybody you know that's been listening to us and staying with us through this conversation. And I really do appreciate everybody sharing this out or uh, with people who you might think might be interested in the messages we shared, like and all that kind of stuff on the engine so that more people can discover it. 
And uh, we're going to give kisses. You want to join me in giving kisses to everybody sure, on the way out? Absolutely. Hey, here they come, everybody. <laughs> Love you all. See you next week on Soul Nectar Show. Bye for now. If you found even one gold nugget in this episode of Soul Nectar Show, will you do us a favor? Will you subscribe, like, and share this episode? Maybe even write a comment and let us know what you thought about it. We really, really want to engage with you at a much deeper level. Let's be part of community together. Have a great week, everyone. Bye for now. To dive in deeper to nourishing conversation, visit soulnectar.show. Take a sip from the drip of nectar From the source of who you are Yeah, yeah